This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Talking Otago with ORC. And today we're going to be focusing on Enviro Schools. Joining us this morning, Robin Zink, Otago Regional Council's Enviro Schools Coordinator. Morena, lovely to have you with us. Robin, thanks for coming in. Morena, it's lovely to be here. Thank you. Perhaps we could talk a little bit about um, the background to Enviro Schools to start with, just what it is, what is the programme, and what is it teaching our children? So the Kaupapa is creating a healthy, peaceful, sustainable world through um, learning and taking action together. It's... um, it starts at schools, but it is a community development program looking at building um, resilient and sustainable communities. Um, and the sorts of things that we do with students, uh, we teach them or they learn um, a whole range of practical skills, for example, learning how to grow their food, learning how to cook their kai, um, learning how to distribute some of that kai in the community if they have excess produce. Um, a lot of the schools are working on um, propagating native plants from eco-source seeds and then um, and involved in projects where they're planting those those plants out in either riparian planting or community planting areas. Um, they're learning a lot of science actually um, through things like water testing um, and looking, measuring biodiversity. Um, there's a school in Alexandra for example that's um, looking at the moth population at the school. Um, a lot of the schools are doing things around reducing their waste so and that learning happens across the whole curriculum, not only in science but also through the arts and English and maths. Um, we're empowering young people to know they can make a difference, um, and they're learning how to collaborate and solve problems um, and engage with their communities. Um, they're learning how things are connected and how everything's interdependent, how everything is connects together, and it's it's that ethos of thinking globally and acting locally. So. Um, so, for example, if we're looking at waste, we, we don't just look at where does it go, but where, is, where have, has all of this stuff come from and what does that mean? So where where's the raw materials come from? Who's been involved in, in um, creating those materials? What's the energy that's been involved in that? What happens when, when I use the product and then what happens to that lifespan? And, and what's the impact on the environment and on the community and the people involved in that? So it's, it's helping people to understand that our actions are connected and we're all interconnected. Um, And yeah, as I say, the the aim is to create a more resilient and sustainable community. Amazing. Uh, And it sounds so good. I wish it had been around in my day. (laughs) But you have been around for 21 years now, Robin. That's uh, a significant achievement uh, that ticked over last week. So, you know, how many schools and pupils are now encompassed across Aotearoa, New Zealand, with Enviro schools? Yeah. So, so yes, we've been 21 years in Otago, but it actually started as a seed in, in Hamilton in 1993, right. so 30 years there. Um, it started with a couple of pilot schools, um, and um, in that time it's grown to now Now we're working with um, um, 1,500. 1,500 schools, um, which um, encompasses 359,000 Tamalekian children and mm. about 15,000 teachers and other staff. 
That's significant. Mm. Let's talk about the Otago region with the 21 years. So what have we seen in terms of growth for Enviro schools over those 21 years? Well, it started with Waitati School and Glenorchy School. They were the first two pilot schools. Um, and since and since then, we're now, we're now working with 101 schools across the whole region. We're working in all the districts um, in the region. Um, and again, that's, that's, and we've, um, we have five, sorry, nine facilitators. That's support the program across the region so they work alongside the schools and to support them to integrate sustainability into everything that they're doing. Um, and we're working across Otago, we're working with about 24,000 Tamariki and students. Is uh, the mission to continue to grow that in the region? Uh, we would like to, there, yes. So we're probably working with um, just over half the schools across the region mm. um, and there's definitely demand um, for, for from schools and, and um, particularly from early childhood centres. Um, there's a lot of demand in that sector wanting to be involved in the programme. Um, but we also look at growth in terms of deepening schools' practices. So we're, we're always working to help schools to deepen their sustainability practices to increase their connections with their communities. So we can get a kind of a handle on how this might look on a day-to-day basis in school. You know, what would a typical Enviro Schools program look like? So it, it does vary depending on the schools. So it looks different across the whole region. Um, the the programs fa- framed by five guiding principles, which is um, supporting, empowering students and um, sustainable communities, and we th- do that through um, actions that um, around learning for sustainability, um, respecting diversity, and people of other cultures and integrating Maori perspectives into the work that we do. Um, so in a typical school we'd work alongside them to find out what, what are the issues that are relevant to that school and their community and then what are the actions that they might want to take around that. Having said that all schools deal with waste because that's a huge problem for schools so we support schools to um, to find ways to reduce their waste and often we'll do that with getting the students to do a waste audit just to find out where, where does the waste that's coming into the school come from, what does that look like and then the school, the students will start to think about how can we reduce some of that waste um, and, and come up with some really creative ideas to to make sure that there's less waste coming into the school. Um, so you're not just handing over a kind of a curriculum package, you're actually working with the school. Yeah, that's the real strength of the program. We have a facilitator that works alongside the, the, the school and works with their, um, yeah, with their, what's, what's relevant for them. Um, 21 years in this region, that means that there's Tamariki who've been through that program who are now living and working in the adult world um, so your hope would be that you're seeing that start to manifest in the things that they do absolutely and 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 we're hearing hearing that from people that have have are now working in the adult world certainly um, there's a number of people that have said that it was a really significant part of their education and it's certainly shaped the decisions that they've made about the career path they're following, whether that's into environmental science. We've had a few moving into um, local politics or politics. Um, so for example Ethan Reel, who is the Labour candidate for the Waitaki District um, attributes his some of his experiences with Enviro schools to um, to his political ambitions um, and and yes, lots of, lots of students who are working in, a, in the environmental space talk about how their experiences 
um, within virus schools shape their decision to move into the into that area. Mm, and I guess you would hope that they all would also be advocates for for schools uptaking the program and mm-hmm. so forth. Yes, yeah, yeah. And there'll be that dialogue between parents and their children now. Absolutely, and that's that's something we hear a lot. Sometimes parents aren't that excited about <laughs> their children coming home and saying we can't use Glad Wrap anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, I hear a lot from parents about um, changes in behaviour in families because of what their their children are learning at school, and uh, and that's that's one of the ways that we start to see um, change in, within the community. We talked about the potential growth for the program. Just, but what about the content of the program itself? Are you reviewing that from time to time? Uh, yes, yep, it does get reviewed regularly, um, and and it's reviewed in relation to where we see. Um, um, Environmental, so, yep. Yeah, where we see environment, the, the dialogue around the environment, environmental um, issues moving. Um, it's also reviewed in relation to where we see schooling um, heading and the curriculum heading. We, we've over the last three years, we've done a very big review of the whole program and actually came to the conclusion that the the resources and the the processes that we use are still really relevant and really support schools in the work that they're doing and connect really strongly with our curriculum. You're focused on this region, but you would have connections with, <coughs> excuse me, those in other regions and learning lessons. Get the opportunity to get together from time to time. Oh yes, yep. So, so the, my counterparts there's 16 regional coordinators around the country, and we get together once a year in person to share share our learnings um, and and the activities that we're doing, and then we also get together regularly on via Zoom. Um, mm. Has that happened yet this year, the, the, the get-together? Yes, yeah, yes, we had our big get-together um, a few weeks ago, actually, which was lovely because it, uh, those get-togethers have been disrupted over the last few years, so it was really nice to be um, in, um, face-to-face with people for three days. Just finally, Robin, for our listeners out there, those who might be curious about the program or might want to encourage um, you know, more engagement with Enviro Schools, what would you say to them? Um, You can find out more about EnviroSchools on the EnviroSchools website and there's a lot of stories, case studies of what schools are actually doing um, and particularly there's there's a lot of Otago schools so you can find out what schools um, are up to there. Um, If you have a school that is, if if you're part of a school community that wants to find out more they can get in touch with me and they can find my contacts through the ORC website Um, and if... um, if you want to see more schools um, involved in, 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 in the program, um, I suggest you talk to your council about that because this, the program here uh, is funded through councils. So each of the councils um, employs the facilitators across Otago. So interesting. Great to hear from you, Robin Zink, Otago Regional Council's Enviro Schools Coordinator. Uh, congratulations on the 21 years, Thank coming you. of age, so to speak, yes. but still plenty to go, eh? Yep. Thanks Absolutely. for joining us here on ORFM. Thank you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.